I expect, I expect, I expect I expect the best and nothing less I expect, I expect, I expect I expect the best and nothing less I expect, I expect, I expect I expect the best and nothing less I expect, I expect, I expect I expect all the possibilities I expect positive energy I expect with no regrets I visualize it all, know what's coming, yeah I'm synergy, I reach every dream and love my enemies Everything here is a lesson, everything that comes to me counts as a blessing no. Good day, good day, welcome, welcome, thank you so much for tuning in to Homeschool Your Kids Podcast I'm Jay and today is great because I have not one but two guests <laughs> Excited? Yes I am so Mindy and Kendra, we'll let Mindy go first. Introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Mindy Muller and I'm a homeschool mom of five kids and uh, I grew up in California and I love homeschooling. I, um, my kids didn't start out homeschooling. They started out public schooling and over the course of the time, I just realized this is, there's more, there's so much more and homeschool is so beautiful so I was able to, <clears throat> through inspiration, I, I feel like homeschool is an inspired task, or I don't want to say task, but mission, really. And so through that inspiration, I knew that it was time to homeschool my kids. And I was really worried. I was so worried about it because I'm not one that I didn't ever view myself as a homeschool mom, though Though I always honored and revered homeschool moms. I felt like they were so, they, they, it was all about sacrifice and everything they, they do for their families. But man, I didn't think that was me, but I found so <laughs> much joy. Yeah. I just found so much joy in it. And I'm so grateful that, that I could find that joy in homeschool. Lovely. So that's who I am. I love that. Yes. Homeschool mom of five. What's the ages? Yes. Yeah, so I have, we're nearly done. So I have a 24 year old. I have okay. triplet, uh, 19 year olds. And then I have a 17 year old. Did you say triplets? I have triplets. You pushed out three babies at one time. No, thankfully. <laughs> no they, they were ripped and torn from me, which was oh, far greater, I think. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But you know what? That honestly wasn't the hard part. Raising them. Oh, oh that was the hard yeah. part. Doing everything, through, like getting a dose of everything three at a time. I can just imagine. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, no. Oh, you're beautiful. Uh, you're way too, way too kind. You're I got beautiful. my can kicked. I'm sure. I'm sure. Rightfully <laughs> yeah. so. Like, how can you escape out of that with no bruises, no bumps? Like, oh no, no there's <laughs> no. We keep we keep skidding, you know, skidding enough that eighteen year olds go. Oh yeah. Ooh. Oh my gosh, that's beautiful though. That is really beautiful, Kendra. Hi, I'm Kendra Wright. And I am a homeschool mom, also a five. Um, oh. I don't know. <laughs> and I'm from Utah. And y'all are still smiling. That's the I thing. Know, like, look at these people. They're still smiling. They're okay. <laughs> like they have we hair still. Like, yes. We're still smiling. It's been good. So yeah, I have five. I I live in Utah. Um, my oldest is 20. She's out of the house now. And then I have, uh, so a girl and then four boys that are 17 to 10. And mm. we're still in the, still in the thick of it of homeschooling. 
So nice. nice. I, actually, I, like I actually was homeschooled also. So that was oh, second generation. Second generation. <laughs> we don't get those often. I'm, yeah, I'm... So my mom homeschooled me since I was born until uh, ninth grade. And then I went to high school. Mm, so. I have one that wants to experience high school. How was that for you? Was it a culture shock? What was it? <laughs> no, my we my mom was really good at socializing us. You know, we had <laughs> friends. And so going to school was just, I just, it was fun. I had a good time. But I mm. haven't done that with my, my older kids have harsh, done a couple of classes at our high school, but mm. for the most part, only homeschooled. So I remember one homeschool student that I had that came, um, she, I had her seventh grade and she came, she was so smart. Oh my gosh. So, so smart. Um, and so mature. And that's what I meant by culture shock. Cause she was just like looking around, like, why are they acting like this? <laughs> it's so was just like, it was so different, but she was, okay, maybe, she was a maybe breath maybe of a fresh bit. air. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I meant like she was a breath of fresh air she really was it was like a hope she gave me hope <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but that's awesome so how what's your connection um you two connection so we both lived in the St. George area and we joined um a commonwealth Kendra was already there actually Kendra is seasoned so I was able to learn from her. I came in new with, with kids from public school. So mm. um, I didn't have that same experience, but, but we met over the course of being, you know, part of United and families and our Commonwealth. So that was really fun. And we didn't ever teach together. We, we weren't ever aligned to teach until, until we started teaching Wealthy and Rad. That was really, Not. really, really fun. Yeah. Okay. So give us something about Wealthy and Rad. So wealthy and rat. I, so I, Kendra and I were having the same feelings, but we were separate. We we didn't know. Um, for me, I was I was looking at my kids. My husband was currently unemployed, and I was watching my kids. Our neighbors were so awesome. They would hire my kids for to do all sorts of stuff, and would keep them in, Aww. always having some cash coming in. But my kids would spend it the minute they got it. Oh yeah, and being sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. Yeah. And I think that's totally common. Just, yeah. So we were, as we were trying to tighten our belts and, and every dollar meant, you know, was accounted for watching my kids just, just throw money away. You know, they're like 15 or coming up on 15 or 14, my triplets. And I was like, this, this cannot be, this is a no go for me. And uh, I laid in bed one night and, you know, there were different programs that we were, I was considering, but I wanted my kids to do something that was hands-on. I wanted them to feel the op- the opening in, of the savings and checking accounts, of the investment accounts. I want them to feel what it costs to buy the groceries. I want them to feel what it is actually like to research colleges that they're really interested in. I wanted them to know about credit. I wanted to pay taxes. There were so many things I was like, get out of the way. Like we're going to do this. And I, as I laid in bed I, and that was my big concern. And I know Kendra, Kendra, you, you also had that same concern, didn't you? Yes. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and and I remember Mindy, well, you can say as you laid in bed, finish the story and then I can <laughs> finish. <So>, your story. <laughs> I love pure <clears throat> 
there's those times in our life when we get the pure inspiration and it totally is so exciting. And I laid in bed and I scribbled as fast as I could possibly scribble, scribble. And I had a, a, a pretty solid outline for what I wanted to teach. Um, but then I was like, I, I need a co-teacher. Like this is a big oh. deal. And I need somebody who's amazing. And I had several opportunities to talk with Kendra and get to know her. Well, I was sitting, sitting in the hall with her one day at the Commonwealth and, um, she was talking about her, her husband, her family are entrepreneurs. And I could tell like money was everything for us because my husband was laid off. And so I had more of a, like a, uh, like, you know, there's kind of a heavy weight where she was like, I've learned the money comes in. Sometimes it comes in and good. And sometimes it doesn't. And, and she wasn't panicked. She didn't have that panic about it. Like I was feeling, you know, about my circumstance. And I, I, I remember noting to myself, I was like, she's good with her money. I just knew, I knew that that, cause you can't, you can't have that circumstance where you have income, not as much a big little, you know, that, that comes with planning and planning ahead and preparation. I knew she had to be good with her money. And I was like, when I, when I decided it was like, okay, who, who should I teach with? I knew it was supposed to be Kendra. I was like, it's Kendra. I need to teach with Kendra. So I called her up. I was like, Kendra, listen, I have this idea for a class I want to do, but it's awesome. We're going to, it's, it's, they're doing this class. They're actually doing the assignments. They're going to go to the bank. They're going to open at the end. They're going to have multiple accounts. They're going to have savings. They're going to have a tithing or donation account. They're going to have all of these physical things and, and it will be an investment for their parents, for them to take this class because it's a class to do the assignments. They'll get paid. The kids mm. will get paid. And then that money that they get paid actually helps them fulfill their assignments. And, uh, we're going to read classic books and, you know, all these things. And, and then Kendra comes in and Kendra is brilliant. And she's like, okay, we could do this. And what about this? And we can do this. And here I was thinking about this. And I was like, yeah. And she was totally the perfect person. Perfect perfect person. And and so, yeah. So we were able to totally connect in that way. So I had definitely had my own years of trial, just so Mindy knows that, but I had had my (laughs) own years of like uh, suffering with finances and I had gotten to that point. We met at a good time, but I had Mm. gotten to that point where I was feeling more just like it comes and it goes and we just have to keep going. And um, it was interesting that year they had asked me to teach. So our Commonwealth just meets once a week. It's like a co-op, but we meet once a week and the parents teach the classes they had asked me to teach like three different classes and I didn't feel good about teaching any of them. I love history. I love science, but I wasn't passionate about it. And so when Mindy called me and said, Hey, do you want to create this with me over the summer? I was like, Oh yeah, I love that. I love finance. I had taken finance, family finance classes in college and I loved it. So I, I was totally on board and it was amazing. We got together a couple of times that summer. Well, more than a couple of times that summer and it just came. And then we taught it that next school year and the kids loved it. And I have since been teaching it still at our, our Commonwealth. Um, and it's one of the favorite classes at our Commonwealth. So, so the, the, so the classes beautiful. now that are being taught are on repeat and they've been taught several times now. And the, it, the wait list is, it, it's full. The class is full and there's always a wait list. It's just, it's a class that parents get. They're like, yes, my kids have got to have this before they graduate. They just, they, yeah. they have to have this information and it, and it's in a fun, engaging way. 
Okay, so I know you teach it at the Commonwealth, Kendra. Is it online? It's available online for people to access? Yes, so it's available. We This last summer, we created an independent study course, which is has been awesome. We were super excited because we know not everybody goes to co-ops and can, and can take it this way. Um, and so we created an independent study course that is pretty much exactly the same. Um, you get on, you go through the lecture, which is all provided. And then there's book there, there's a book list that you're supposed to read, um, throughout the course. And it's just, it's just as fun. I think, I mean, it's, it's more fun maybe if you're taking a class with a bunch of kids, but it's, it's all of the same elements are there in the independent study course. Nice. What's the age? Engaging. Oh, sorry. It's, it's, no, it's just asking ages. Oh, for high school, it's recommended that, um, that you're a teenager. So 14 to 18 is the best one for that. Um, we do have a one that was, we released this summer. So last summer we released independent study and this summer we released the family, wealthy and rad for family and groups. And it's for kids aged like a five, six to about 12. So that kind of inner, so, so families that have multiple kids, this is such a great introduction, such fun activities. It's not heavy, but it totally talks about how to make money, setting up lemonade stands, um, opening up savings and checkings accounts, you know, envelope stuffing. I mean, it is fun. It is really fun for families, an excellent introduction to finances. And and then if, if a family is able to continue with that and they take wealthy and rad, their kids do, they're set. Like they've had repeat information. They've been able to touch on it and they're, they're so set for, for financial life. Not, not that there's not more they could learn, but they've got a solid foundation. Yeah. Yes, yes, I love that. That's important. Like this, oh, most of I feel America's stress comes from finances. <laughs> so True. that is something that we definitely need to tackle. And like you said, my my girls, I have six and nine year old, and that's the first thing like they get anything in their hands. They're like, "Hey, take us to the Dollar Tree. Hey, take us here." <laughs> like you know, that's the first yeah. thing. And I'm just like, okay, so. Um, recently I bought a money book and we started sitting down, like just talking about money in general, like currency, um, different, uh, inve- like what's an investment, like, you know, cause they're six and nine. So Smart. we're going over the basics right now. Um, we play Monopoly junior, not the, not the, you know, the big time yet. I can't wait till they get there though. Cause I'm a pro, but, um, <laughs> but that's, this is all a very, very important because finances is, is the root of all, like, you know, it really determines a lot. And so going into, and, and you talk to, you know, people who have graduated or people have even gone to college and they tell you something that they weren't taught and it's about finances. I'm okay. still learning about finances. I'm pushing 40. And so I, yeah, very much needed. <laughs> very much needed. Yeah, that's so smart what you're doing with your kids. You're totally setting them up. It's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's a it's a work in progress. Um, because like oh, I yeah. said, I'm learning with them too. So <laughs> I I can't wait to check out Wealthy and Brad. Um, <laughs> so is I know you said it's more hands-on. So they you give them tasks that they actually have to go and complete in the real world. Like that's not correct. virtually or not, you know pretending mock or anything so that's, that's why it's really greatly set up for high school age or you know teenage yes. age because my nine-year-old's actually asking about a bank account already oh yeah oh get her one 
It's the best. And they're so stinking cute when they use their debit card at the dollar store. It's like, I don't know why. I just, because I love finances when they use that, they're just empowered. So, so using that power, now they have a new skill and then with some ability to understand how it works. It's just, oh, I just love it. So fun. Right. Yeah. Right now they're just piggy banking it. So, (laughs) which is perfect. perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 Thank y'all. You're giving me some encouragement. I'm doing something. I am. I am. (laughs) So the co-op only meets once a week, right? And that's the time that you teach the wealthy and rad? Yes. So it's about an hour and a half class at our co-op once a week. Um, Okay. So what are your days like um, outside of the co-op? more deeper in the so out, like just as a homeschooling mom yeah, outside as of the a co-op, mm-hmm. we just we've got four days a week that we do our own we do our own curriculum um we get out and play a lot go to parks go to sporting events um read lots of books do some math we love games we love you you mentioned monopoly when our family loves games and there's a lot a lot of awesome finance games and actually in wealthy and rad jr we have a huge list of ones that we recommend and then actually some fun games that we've created for the the curriculum so have y'all done cash flow have y'all played cash flow yes so one of our games um that we play with wealthy the wealthy and rad the older high school one um is cash flow for kids cash flow the regular cash flow is a lot longer so we don't have enough time to play it in class Mm. but we totally recommend that game it's a great game um i have that someone sent it to me um i haven't opened it yet we're actually planning on opening it this week um but i didn't know if it was going to be too advanced for them is it the cash flow for kids or no it's the regular one they can oh, they can watch you play it. I think it's a little hard for under twelve. Really? Okay. Give hey, it a try. You I, you know, yeah. I learned about games. I used to think my kids I wouldn't introduce them to games of strategy until they were older, you know, like twelve, thirteen. And then I went to my sister's house and her kids, her five year old, her five year old was playing every single game of strategy they pulled out. And there were some that are really intensive. Like it took me some time, mm-hmm. you know, several rounds to play it. And that kid, and I was like, I kind of just threw off all the borders, boundaries. It was like, hold up. These kids can totally do this. Like these five year olds can totally do it. If they're, if their hearts in it, they want to, they can play these games. So you never know. Your kids might really love it. I mean, there's a lot of, you'll probably do. There's a lot of uh, math, so you'll probably be assisting with that. But that's great. I mean, no math right. lesson for the day, right? Oh yeah, no. That we we play. I tell you, we play a lot of games. Like we have bingo, sequence. We have. So have fun. you ever played Play Nine? No, no. It's like a it golf good? game. It's cards. It's math. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yes, that was fun. That's one of our faves. Um, but game is that that's why I just had to put that in like I love games we love games my six-year-old loves games so. oh the best and, and I think, think if they watch if they I think they could totally watch you play a round of cash flow for kids or cash flow the regular one and mm-hmm. and they would get it okay eventually. yeah cool yeah. cool what is your day looking like Mindy so my last daughter um when she was became a freshman she decided 
well, kind of what happened is I felt the mantle lift off of me. Like it was my last and every year, you know, that February, I feel like February is the worst month of the year for homeschooling. It's so hard. It's so cold. It's so dreary. And you have several months left and it's like the thick of it. Uh, every February I, you know, come back to God. Do I need to homeschool <laughs> again? Like, are, am I supposed to homeschool for the next year? And the answer is always yes. yes. Okay. I'll, and then you go, okay, oh, we're going to learn this. And you know, you get your re-inspiration always happens for me in February. So that following the February before she, my youngest was going to go into high school. Um, I, I was like, Oh, am I supposed to do this again? And the mantle totally lifted off my shoulders. And I was like, oh, oh, I don't have to homeschool. Oh, I don't have to homeschool. Like the, like that, you know what I mean? Cause that's a weighty piece. We all know as homeschool yeah. moms, that is a, you take on a big weight. So then I presented it to my kids. I was like, listen, the mantle has been lifted. You can choose what you want to do at this point. And, um, and I feel like you're going to be okay. And it's every, everything's going to be okay. My triplets continue to homeschool. And my youngest was like, I really, really want to go to, to high, high school. So she's been going to high school. So I haven't actually homeschooled for about three years. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So my day looks like wealthy and red. <laughs> advertising. Nice. Just adding. Yeah. Adding yeah. to and advertising. Yes. That yeah. takes a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. <laughs> so, um, I have conversations all the time. I actually just had a real nice one in the mall with a guy who, um, you know, that, and I don't want to be redundant with this because, you know, socialization is socialization, but I was literally having this conversation before mm -hmm. we started recording too. Um, everyone is still so concerned about this socializing thing. I I feel like they need to go read some studies. That was one of the things when I decided to homeschool, I was like, okay, what is this all about? Is this really going to be bad news? No, every study comes back that there's no issues whatsoever with socialization. It's false, false, false. And so when people say, I'm like, oh, if you do the research, you'll find that actually there's not an issue, none. Weird, weird kids come from weird parents. And that's just simply how it is. Doesn't matter if you homeschool or public school. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yes, indeed, indeed. So you, Kendra, you, um, you started from the beginning to the end, you homeschool from the Ruta to the Tuta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my, well, I actually, so I planned on homeschooling and then in, when my daughter was go kindergarten age, I kind of freaked out and we lived across the street from the elementary school. And I was like, she's going, she's going to kindergarten while I figure this out. <laughs> so she went to kindergarten she had already learned to read. So she was just over there having fun. And I figured that out. I figured out how I wanted to homeschool, kind of. I mean, I've changed it a lot, but, and then brought her home. And then when she was in second grade, my son remembered that she got to go to kindergarten. So he begged to go to kindergarten too. Really? So since we lived close to the school. He went and I, I was just home with her. And, and then we haven't ever gone back after that. So he was the last one. He was the last one. And uh, I mean, my kids take one class at the high school, you know, ceramics or a choir class or something that I can't necessarily mm -hmm. provide. And we're able to do that here in Utah, which is super nice to be able to just pick and choose. So that is awesome. So the high schools or public schools in general just let you a la carte it. Yep. They do. They do. That's awesome. Yeah, that's that's a good partnership. That's support. 
It, it is has been really nice. Yes. Nice, nice. I love that. I love that for y'all. I've never been to Utah. It's on my list. Um, of course, you know, we do a lot of travel. I know it's it's really beautiful up north in general. Um, uh, and then on the west, it's game changer. Um yeah. Yeah. Look, uh, yeah. So <laughs> we're gonna have to figure out maybe some expo dates in the future to make our way up there but I'm so happy that they are able to accommodate you all like that do you have a Y up there do we have um a YMCA I know I'm I'm abbreviating things a YMCA <laughs> speaking of you know cards, we probably do just no, not... know not I'm a little more rural so I I don't okay. where I'm at and, and same as we don't where I'm at yeah, okay yeah you're a little more on yeah. that side as well yeah so they, I'm sure there probably is in, in the big cities like Salt Lake and stuff, but we're kind of on the rural area. So, gotcha. The co op that you all are a part of that was already started. Y'all didn't start that, did you? No, no. I didn't. Mm-mm. How many families are involved? Um, there are 30. 30. Wow. 30 families. So, y'all meet once a week. Once yeah. a week. Um, and it's like, man, if you're in apocalypse, those are the moms you want to be with. Right, because they know everything. <laughs> like they're survivors. Yeah. Like <laughs> know how to make bread from scratch. Know how to yeah, can things. Yeah. Right. Oh, I can imagine. I already know. <laughs> I love it. I'm building up my team myself. <laughs> I'm add y'all to it. Um, <laughs> do you have a group? No, I actually do not. We travel so much. Um, we do not. Uh, we're headed to New York and we're going to homeschool with a family there. Uh, we were invited mm. to, you know, partake in things there. But like we're in Virginia right now. We're based in Arizona. Um, so we, we, we're we on the move a lot. So we don't have necessarily a, a, a unit, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, we have people. Fun lifestyle, though. I think it Thank sounds you. fun. I'd do it while my kids are young. Yes, yes. We're hoping to implement our RV um, <gasps> early next year, and then that will really make for everything. Oh, so gosh. Wow. The Thank education you. that you could give your kids, all the places you can go. Oh, yeah. We went in the car this summer. Um, we went to probably at least 10 states this summer. Um, we even ch- hung out in Iowa for a week and that was really cool with the Milwaukee, uh, Minnesota, things of that nature. So we're making our way to y'all. We're going to come that way. Yes. Yes. So mm-hmm. what is your favorite thing about homeschooling? Go ahead, Kendra. I, I like my kids. I like being around nice. them. Um, I like being able to teach what we want to. And to bring God into our homeschool. Um, I like being able, like you travel. I love, I love traveling and I love being able to leave whenever we want to and not have to worry about a a schedule or my kids missing Mm -hmm. classes. Um, So, yeah, I guess that wasn't just one thing, but I love (laughs) that. Yes, yes. There's plenty to love. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's lots to love about. My very favorite uh, thing would probably be I loved, love, love it. The read alongs that I would do every morning in that time, like kind of the devotional time with the kids in the morning. My favorite time of the day, every time. That's beautiful. That, that gathering time. That's the mm-hmm. best. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. And with you being a second generation homeschool, Kendra, before you had kids, was homeschooling just already like you? Because I know you said when she got to kindergarten, it was like, oh, you yeah, know, maybe not. But prior to, it was just like, you had a good experience. You, I did. You wanted I to continue. Home- okay. Yeah, I loved homeschooling. My mom did a really good job. She was a single mom um, for probably four years. And she wasn't sure if she was going to be able to continue homeschooling. Thankfully, she did. Um, there was five of us also. And she homeschooled all of us just, just to high school. So once okay. we got into 10th grade, we all went full-time high school. But we um, homeschooled with my aunt who had seven kids um, awesome. <laughs> and we didn't do it every day together, but every Friday we got together for field trips and it was, it was fun. Super fun. Great. Uh, we, people always come to my mom would come to my mom and say, your kids are social. They're not weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. They're involved. We do things. We get out and yeah. um, thanks for noticing. Yeah. <laughs> well, we knew how to talk to adults and we knew how to be around other kids that weren't our same age. And people were yes. shocked by that, that we could talk to adults and that we could be social with kids of all ages. And yes. that was important to my mom. So, but yeah, she yeah. was definitely a pioneer homeschooler starting out. People looking at her like, are you crazy? I was going to say, what do you know what inspired her to homeschool? So my sister was struggling. My oldest sister was struggling in in Mm. elementary school, Um, just probably, you know, boredom. And Mm -hmm. um, she kept getting in trouble. And so my mom just was like, we're done. We're just going to bring her home. And she never looked back. She loved it. Uh, And that was back in the days where there really wasn't a lot of curriculum. So she created a lot of curriculum with my aunt and they would decide what to teach that week. And then they'd go home and teach it. And then we'd get together on Fridays and do a, like a celebration for what we learned that week. And anyway, so yeah, she was amazing. Amazing to to do that. That is. And I I love that you put out there that, you know, it was because of the issues your sister was having in school. And because I, I, you know, I talk to a lot of families and they're always like, I was talking to a dad who has a 10 year old and he was talking about it the 10 year old getting in trouble and having issues and it's like you know you always hear it in their voice they want to do something different but it's just like I don't I don't know if I can you know it's like oh well let me let me keep talking to you like you know me let me keep talking to you so I get a little more encouraged because I always I'm going to tell anyone you can do it like you can do it you really can and you have all the reasons to do it especially when you know that the school isn't serving your child in the manner that it needs to be served in so yeah I feel like I put the poor teachers, their hands are so tied on what they're able to do. And, and so, so many of those kids get swept, you know, under the door. And I think, ah, oh, that's too bad. The homeschooling gather is gathering. It just is a family gathering. It's, it just can scoop all that up. Uh, I love homeschooling. It really can. I know it, it's, it's beautiful. And I, I don't like that. It's seen as a privilege. I don't really feel like it's a privilege. I feel like it's something Sacrifice. that, you know, yeah, like it's a need versus want type of deal to me. Um, you know, like they're, you know, your kids aren't really something to just gamble with. And I feel like when, you, when you're sending them away or not, you know, necessarily equipping them, because when I talk about homeschooling your kids, I talk about it regardless of the place setting, regardless of if they're in public school, regardless of if they're any kind of school, 
you should be homeschooling your kids. They need you. They need you to talk to them, need you to guide them. They need you to care and to show support at all times. And so that homeschool aspect has to always be present, you know? And so for to hear families talk about, you know, the issues that they're having in school and just feel like it's something that's out of reach um, as far as homeschooling goes, I, it saddens me. It, it makes me sad. Mm-hmm. But I just keep talking. Like, oh no, I'm telling you, you can do it. <laughs> Look, call me if you if you need help. Call me. <laughs> I'll I'll walk you through it. <laughs> yes. What do y'all feel about micro schools? You know, I haven't I haven't I don't know much about them, but I did read really? up an okay. article and I was kind of like, wow, this is kind of these are pretty cool, but I, I don't have any hands-on experience. Okay. Same with me. I haven't really um looked into it. They're not big in Utah. Okay. Uh-uh. Yeah, they're big in Arizona, <clears throat> excuse me, in Florida. Um, I think Maryland has a like a good Georgia, definitely. Um, but they're just smaller class settings. Like it could be a, a school of 10 kids. Um, it doesn't, you know, that's still a school and it's considered a micro school. And I, I love that because I feel like that will solve a lot of issues for those who mm-hmm. don't necessarily want to do it all on their own, but know that their children need something that is going to help to be able to, you know, have the focus more on them as opposed to a whole classroom full of 25 plus kids you can go and be in a classroom structure where you have five classmates. I think that's really dope. My daughter in California had 39 kids in her kindergarten class. And I remember thinking, how are they ever supposed to learn as kindergarten? That should be illegal. Yeah. Yeah. Does she have another teacher? Um, She had mom helpers. But not another teacher? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't recall if she did, I just know she highly encouraged and, and she would be stressed out. I knew she was very stressed out. I felt bad for her. Oh, mm. should, teachers shouldn't be put in that situation. They really shouldn't. Um, that's wild. Um, yeah, no, I know. Kindergarten. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of stuck there. Cause that, that, that doesn't even sound safe. Like that doesn't sound <laughs> safe or anything. <laughs> Yeah. Can you imagine? Wow. And then, and then, t- how do you even get around to teaching any kind of math or English concepts or handwriting? You're, you're just, you're just wrangling. Oh, yeah. Classroom hard. management has to be like bar none. Like it has to be the top of everything. <laughs> like, right. I don't know. That's wild to even think about that. Yeah. How? <laughs> No, I don't no, recommend no. it. Yeah. yeah, no, I I spoke and I've, I've talked about this before because my nine-year-old went to kindergarten. She went to kindergarten in first grade. Um, and when she was in kindergarten, of course, I went to open house and I talked to the teacher and the teacher was telling me how, you know, last year she had about 22 kids on her roster, but nine of them had never held a pencil before. Really? So, I know I had to, that was my little dramatic pause when I said that. None of them. <laughs> but yeah, no, none of them had never held a pencil before. She was the one teacher in the classroom. So I was just like, okay, well, what do you start with that? Like, if you have a classroom full of 22 kids and you have nine who have, you know, never sat down with any kind of 
like learning task or anything as far as writing or anything of that nature, maybe not even knowing how to spell their name or whatever level they're starting on. It's just, it's so many different levels that they're starting on that you don't really get to touch on because it's only one of you. That was when I found out that kindergarten teachers didn't have two teachers in the classroom anymore. I thought that was just still mandatory. I don't know, but I learned mm-hmm. something that I it definitely, definitely should be. Um, Cause that's a pivotal age, uh, five years old. And then just getting into the school system, especially if they didn't go to preschool or anything, that's a lot to take in. Um, do you all see you all, do you all see yourselves creating wealthy and rad for younger, younger ages? Like, like um, under five? Yeah. Not even under five, under, um, I would say like under 10, under eight. Oh, are the wealthy and rad junior? Oh, it is for that? Okay. It is for that age. And it is fun for that age. I mean, they're doing origami money. They're doing cash envelopes. I mean, truly they do a lot of fun, fun activities that's laid out for parents or for groups. Like if, if other people want to teach it to a group, they can, you know, they can say, okay, we're going to do, we're going to teach wealthy and rad, you know, and it's like 13 lessons, 14 lessons. And easy intro great solid intro to money management for for that age fun nice because it's never too early right no no it's never too early in fact I think our delay is is kind of a hindrance to our progress right like you said about the five-year you you know your five-year-old nephew right um knowing and participating in all the advanced games that you thought was out of reach for yeah that age group it is like you know we sometimes limit our kids thinking like oh that they're too young for that or they don't they don't they're not worried about that or they like will they understand that it's just like well just try (laughs) just try and see what all they take in because they surprise you each and every time like they're little geniuses all of them so it's pretty cool did all of your kids go through the wealthy and rat program uh, my triplets did. My oldest daughter was already through it. Although okay. last, <laughs> like this, earlier this summer, I sent out a copy to all of my kids and said, why don't you refresh? Let's all do a nice little refresh. And my son just told me yesterday, I'm going to, I'm going to take that class again, mom. I'm like, awesome. Do it. Oh, nice. So, okay. Yeah. So just a reminder. I mean, it's kind of like a constant, even when I go back and read our re- recommended books, I'm mm-hmm. always like, oh, it's, it's just, re- it, you know, motivating and inspiring. It's like, oh yeah. I'm going to do this and I'm going to, I can't wait to try this. And yeah, it's just, those are just fun classes. Um, We had one of the classes that we do in Wealthy and Rad is that um, the kids have to, it's called double your money. And it's kind of like a four class series where we work on it and they, they work on, they make a business plan. They look for needs, they create, um, they make a schedule, how they're going to do it. And then they actually have to go and make the money and they have, what do they have Kendra to, to start their business? Uh, they have about $16 to start a business. Yeah. They have $16 to start a business and they get to choose. There's some rules around it. Like you can't, you can't hit up grandma and grandpa and mow their lawn one time and make double your money. You know, you, you know, there's some certain rules around it so that they can actually do something that's legit. Right. right. That <laughs> but, um, a little bit more. Yeah. So at the end, they, they have to, they present in class. They, they tell us what they planned, how they went about it. 
um, what they chose. And then they talk about how they marketed it and how they did. They talk about how much money they made. So we have seen some kids do amazing things. Like we had a girl do, um, Kendra's seen a lot more because she's taught it a lot more, but she did bath bombs, this one girl, and she actually used her own money to put with it, but then she doubled the entire amount. So I think she's put in like 60 and then she made over 120 on her investment. You know, she invested that and then made it back. We had kids that took pictures. They had, they, they were artistically, you know, astute and they took beautiful pictures when they traveled, their family had traveled. And so she found a website she could upload all those pictures and sell them. And so she was able to make money off of her photos, a bunch of Holland pictures. Um, We had kids who we did, we, there were bake sales, of course, and things, but what else have you seen, Kendra? Um, Oh, lots of stuff. We have had kids start like a lawn mowing business. Um, My kids painted addresses um, on curbs. So I know which, which was about right about that price. They paid the $16 for the stencils and the paint, and then they just had to knock doors and they made well over double their money. Um, just, awesome. just painting that. Um, we had, we had a kid very creative. He's, he was 16 and he didn't want to sit outside selling cookies to like as a bake sell, but he hired his siblings to do it. So he made all this stuff <laughs> with the 16, his- with the $16, he was able to get employees. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I think he made enough money by baking all the stuff that he was able to pay them. I mean, he made over a hundred dollars that year, so he totally doubled his money. And he paid. They sat outside, cute little, you know, six and eight year old, and he just brought them the supplies and they sold it, and he paid them. So that was fun. Um, car washes, uh, cleaning people's garbage cans. We've had kids do a bunch of different stuff. So. That is so inspiring. Yes, that's really inspiring. I need, I'm gonna have to play back this for my girls because my nine year old is always trying to think of ways to make money. She's just like, it's not coming in fast enough. I need to make my own. I'm just like, well, what you gonna do? (laughs) What you gonna do? When my kids were little, I really love commerce. I really love commerce for kids. And that's one of the things I really taught my kids is like, when they were little, you want money? Okay, let's figure out how you can make some money. So, my youngest daughter, my oldest daughter, we made, she made, she sat with me and we worked together and she made bookmarks. And mm. so we took those around. We had a really, really kind neighborhood that was wonderful. And they would buy those. So that was her first, like, wait a minute, I can make money from what I produce. Mm-hmm. And, um, that, <laughs> that did lead to, um, a mishap one time. Um, we had made cheese balls for some of our neighbors and I had sent her out with her cousin to just to go drop them off like go give these to the neighbors and they, they were selling them with money yeah and I was like oh, <laughs> anyway our, na- like I said, our neighbors are really kind <laughs> same neighbors yes, yeah I yes. also bought these balls from us so. <laughs> oh that's so important because mine like we talk about the creating like I've bought her bracelet kits um they do arts and craft of course and they'll be talking about something a drawing that they plan on selling or things of that nature but you know never really act on it we've gone to events um because I do these glow-up boxes so we went to a couple events selling those and things of that nature so they're not strangers too and I tell people all the time this is my little she's my promotion my nine-year-old she do you have a card? They're going to homeschool their kids. Like uh, my friend's going to like, this is at the park. Do you have a card? Cause uh, 
my friend's mom is going to homeschool her. And I'm like, did you talk to, like, did she talk to her mom about that? <laughs> they just felt like, <laughs> her mom. Like, yeah, like, like, but she, like, when we're at the grocery store, are y'all hard? Oh, do you have to be to work here? Like, she's always, like, her wheels are always turning. Like, yo, I'm going to make some money. I don't know how yet, but I'm going to make some. But I love all of the ideas that you all have presented so far. That's really inspiring as far as, you know, a young person trying to, get their own, have their own, as opposed to having to wait for the adult in their life to give them some. Cause I tell my kids all the time, they don't do anything like to make money. Like they be charging me and it's for life (laughs) things. Like, you know, you have to put on clothes. Like, what do you mean? (laughs) Like I put my clothes on today. I picked them up off the floor. Like (laughs) not paying you for that. Paying you to do that. (laughs) I was going to tell you some of the uh, our our community, our homeschool community here in St. George is big and they'll do entrepreneurship fairs for kids and they'll be, oh, nice. a few, a I've seen those. And, and that's been really fun. My sister's kids, they sell these survival bracelets that are made out of paracord that have whistles on them and they make them. And then they've done really, really well selling, selling those at parks. Um, at the oh fair. my gosh, so, that's so awesome. Yeah. I just love that. It's just like, you know, limitless limitless possibilities is is always there like our little people they just have so much inside of them that just has to be encouraged to come out and so that's really really awesome I love what you all are doing where do you see the future like what's where do you what do y'all want to get wealthy and rad to um I want every homeschool group that does high schools every one of them to teach wealthy and rad it is so needed for these kids before they graduate they need to take these courses and and if it's not our course which we highly recommend um, (laughs) any any financial course is going to be a benefit and an asset for sure but we love ours because it is hands-on and they get to actually do things and but it is fun and it's fun and it's immersive I mean we play music we're wearing t-shirts it's like come in you're gonna be wealthy and rad woo (laughs) Yes, I love the name. I love the logo. Um, I know I saw the the merchandise that you all have with the little chains and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it is fun. It is really fun. Um, have you ever thought about like partnering with any schools to provide like those courses like that to them? Kendra, yeah, Kendra. I'm just throwing it out there. What do you think, Kendra? Well, we've talked about it. We we haven't okay. talked about it yet. No, okay. Yes, it's, it's been a thought to to talk to the schools and get it in their system. So yeah, because they deserve it too. Like yeah. um, all kids deserve. Like you said, it's it's something that everyone needs. Financial literacy is is important. Um, it's um, this yeah, last summer changing. This last summer, my cousin was talking, and she was saying she just bought a house. She's married now and has a kid, and they just bought a house, and she was. She was so confused through the whole process, knew nothing about how to buy a house. And um, that's kind of when independent study that came to us. Cause I was like, okay, we're teaching it to these homeschoolers, but everybody needs this. Anybody can, can use this independent study course. It can be a summer curriculum for any teenager. Um, yeah. And we do a whole, a whole two units on home buying and, and the whole process of it. And so, mm. you know, had she learned that in high school and 
you know, or even in college, like college students could take this if they wanted yeah. to. And had she learned that she wouldn't have been so confused through the process of buying her home. Indeed. Like buying I, a car, all that stuff. I remember getting my first salary job and I was like, what is this? Like when I got my check, it's like, what am I looking at? Like all these deductions and things going to, you know, 401 and just all this stuff. Like there were so many deductions that I had to call the individual that had done my taxes since I was like 18 and asked her like, what is this stuff? And she was laughing at me. Like she was laughing so hard because I'm just like, yo, what is this? Like, this is not yeah. all of my money. Yeah. Where did my money go? <laughs> Oh. And it was just like, it tickled her, but I really didn't understand. Like, okay, I didn't know almost half my check was going to be gone upon receipt. Like, I didn't sign up for this. But those are things that you you should be privy to prior to going out here and and working your bones off. Right? Yes, absolutely. To receive something that's, that's kind of shortchanged in my opinion. <laughs> I was just Bye. telling my husband, I was talking to my my son yesterday when we were, my 19 year old, and I was, he was, I was saying, listen, you quit the gym and that's okay, but you have a bill on the table for the remaining balance. He's like, but I'm not going. And I was like, whoa, hold up. You, <laughs> you can't just go, I'm not paying the bill. No, that's, that's accountability. Like, you know, you need to pay the bill. And he was like, oh yeah. Okay. So I'm like, you can't, you can't do that. It's your bill. You need to pay it. So he was going to pay it. But I was telling my husband on the way home, I was like, man, I'm grateful that we taught our kids that we, what they do. And they do actually know a lot. They get caught up and they're still really young. But, um, I was like, what I remember as soon as we got married, I didn't even know there was a credit check. Like what is, what is even a credit rating? Mm. And I went to the dentist, he had insurance. Jason, my husband had insurance. So we went to the dentist and they, they kept sending me a bill for $40. And I was like, I have insurance. I'm not paying this. And I totally, I was like, I'm not paying it. And I would throw it away. It came, you know, cause, cause it keeps coming. Right. And I'm totally irritated every single time I call them. And I was like, listen, I have insurance. And they're like, this is your copay. I have no, I seriously had no idea what that what was. What is a copay? Yeah. And even after they told me, I was like, this is, they don't even know what they're doing. I was telling my husband, like, oh, I had no idea. And the very, that was my very first credit ding. I never paid that bill. I didn't know, like our kids need to know. So they totally, they can avoid these pitfalls that, that you, that me, that I'm sure Kendra, that we all fall in because we had no clue about it. Yes. 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 I'm glad y'all are opening up these doors as to have these conversations and to like, let our, let our kids be more prepared for mm-hmm. the things that will come their way. Cause it's, it's way different when you know about it way different. Like you said, like who know about a copay? Like that's not a conversation you have as a teenager. Like, well, no, we're talking about a copay for, I'm not talking, no, you're not standing more than likely when you go to the doctor's office with your mom, you know, you go sit down while she goes up to the counter and check you in. Like you're not, you know, you're not <laughs> privy to all that other stuff. So that's why I'm, I, I love the questions that my my nine year old asks now because she's always, "How much is that?" So what do you have to? When do you have to pay that? Do you have to pay that now? Like you know, she's asking. She's asking. She's definitely asking. Um, 
So I'm I'm happy about this. Always. I'm always excited about new resources and things that to share with families because they're needed. Like they're needed. Mm-hmm. They open up those doors for those great, great conversations and growth for everyone, not necessarily just the child. Like I said, I'm I'm prepared to learn with my children because there's plenty that I Oh, I'm still absolutely. trying to figure out finances. I'm still trying to figure out finances. It's just, <laughs> it's, it's a lot. I don't like, but I, I hate money issues. They're the worst. Yeah, it's it's a stressor. It, it is. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the more we know, the less that, you know, we'll have to deal with it. But when I, I have these conversations with you all, um, providing these different resources to families, I know that things are changing. Like, you know, we talk about the issue. We talk about, okay, well, I didn't learn that when I was in school. I didn't learn that when I was I was in school. But now we see like people are learning this when they're in school because it's being created and presented in a fun, exciting way that kids are going to, or young people will want to take it in and receive it, especially with all like that goes on now and what's trending and whatnot. Like there's a lot of trending topics, a lot of trending conversations about financial literacy. So is very, very important. So I really, really appreciate everything that you all are doing. And please keep going. Please see about, you know, seeing if you can get them into schools because it is something that everyone deserves. Like everyone does, does deserve to know how to manage the, the those dollars, <laughs> those yes. lovely dollars. <laughs> yes, so exactly. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so this is going to be fun because I need three from each one of you. But what is three pieces... Three, oh, three pieces. What is three things that you would share with new um, homeschooling families? Go, Kendra. I'll go first. <laughs> <laughs> I would share to not stress. Don't try to make it look like anything else but what goes on in your own home. Don't try to compare what other people do. Don't try to make it look like public school. Just, just have fun at home teaching your own kids. And... It's always going to change every year. I've done different things with my kids. And so be okay with change every year and play a lot of games because games are fun. Good. And I think we should simplify, simplify, simplify. I could use those as my three, Um, but I think (laughs) that also enjoy your family time because it goes fast. I'm on the other end of it. And that time really does go fast. And, um, so enjoy your time, simplify, and find joy. Find joy in the process. Nice, nice. Thank you for that. And this is, I just thought about this. Um, do you think your kids will homeschool? I do. I think my kids will homeschool. I think mine yeah. will too. Yeah. My I girls do. were talking about it last night. And it's so funny because we were talking about childbirth and they're always asking me about like them, like when I had them, like the process. Yeah. And so like, you know, um, but <laughs> we were talking about like, you know, me pushing them out and stuff like that. Yeah, always asking about pain. It's like, so does your your vagina, like it it expands so that, that that can happen? Does it go back and all this stuff? And I was like, no worries, because I want to have more kids. So I told them, no worries. You'll see the process done. Like, I'm going to yeah. let you see um, what happens. <laughs> and you'll probably be a little scared straight and don't want to have kids ever. And my six-year-old was just like, well, no, we have to we have to have kids so that we can keep the homeschooling going. The homeschool, what did she call it? The, 
the leg did she say legacy i want to say the homeschooling legacy or something like that but it was just like oh my gosh don't do this guys y'all know i'm so sensitive <laughs> so i always want to know like especially with you being a um kendra you being a second generation i want to know if it's gonna you know keep going and y'all have five so if only two well <laughs> i know my daughter will and i don't know if my husband's or not my husband my son's wives will you know okay like if they will want yeah. to. i hope they will yeah, and they've that's talked right. about wanting to marry somebody that will want to homeschool. So awesome! That's beautiful. I that makes me excited. And, and that's why I said, like, things are changing. Things are really changing, and I'm here for it. And I'm I'm grateful to be able to have these conversations with you, lovely individuals that work and think about how can I help support our future. How can we get this to to looking pretty for everyone? So thank y'all, ladies. Thank, thank you, thank you. you so much for thank all of you. this. Um, families keep believing oh yes i mean um wealthy and rad website social medias oh yeah wealthyandrad.com is our website and our social media is a, on instagram is wealthy underscore rad and our facebook page you'll probably just have to do a search for it can't recall the under i think it has an underscore but if you just look up wealthy and rad you'll find it there's a community page there's a business page so yeah hop on learn all about us and it, Get your kids educated in financial matters. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Believe it, achieve it. You all can do it. Thank you. Thank you so much, Mindy and Kendra, for your time today. Thank you for the resources y'all are creating. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank y'all for being a voice. Awesome. And families, keep believing in yourself. Keep pushing yourself. Keep Keep reaching out. Keep going and researching these supports these resources because it's plenty 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 here and you do not have to do it alone homeschooling is not a long road a long a long road journey and I feel like a lot of people feel like oh if I take my kids home then it's just gonna be us no <laughs> it's not you have plenty of support you have plenty of everything that's really available um like Kendra spoke like when her mother was doing it way less <laughs> way way less of everything and so now it's just a plentiful plentiful resourceful um homeschool community that's flourishing and continually to grow so please 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 take a chance on yourself and your family's happiness and just trust the process and homeschool your kids